Welcome to Food for Thought. I'm Cookie Anderson. And I'm Laura Mangone. And Rob Bell's back. Hey, guys. And we're uh, talking food. Talking food. Etc. And we're eating an amazing risotto mushroom. It's actually not even risotto. It's just regular Carolina rice. So really? so on Wednesday night, I, um, my husband and I hosted a dinner party for 20 people for... Um, you guys know I go on that Guatemalan mission trip every year, so the the gentleman who basically runs the whole thing was up from Guatemala, so uh, he was our guest of honor, and there are a couple of, um, the mission trip, um, it's a group of people, but it was started by a couple of different churches in Pennsylvania, and there are a lot of non-denominational people that you know have uh, over the years gotten involved. Um, but these two pastors and their wives were part of the dinner. Were there at the dinner party, and uh, so twenty people, and I made um, some pretty nice food. And of course, I didn't take any pictures of anything because I was a little busy. I know um, how that goes. I know. I'm always people are shocked. Why didn't you take my? And it's you know when you're plating and these people are paying for it. Well, they're yeah. not paying for it, but you're still you're trying to serve. I'm trying 20 to put people everything yourself. together, and I really am kicking myself because at one point, you know, we it was a beautiful evening. We had cocktails and hors d'oeuvres out in the backyard and the patio, and I had a big spread of all sorts of you know appetizer type or hors d'oeuvre type items, and then I had. Um, a lot of the menu I had done ahead of time, so that was great. You know, it like makes this it a lot of, thing you did like ahead that of time. rice cake I did ahead of time, and I'll tell you how in a minute. But you know, a lot of stuff. So, so some, a lot of it was done earlier, and then um, through the magic of hot boxes, you know, like two hours before the party, you heat everything up. Everything's in a hot box. And there were a couple of last-minute things I had to finish. We had to grill some shrimp and just last-minute. But I basically had my whole dining room table was covered in all different types of interesting food. And I I probably had a few minutes before everybody came in to eat. To right. take a couple of pictures. You know what it what threw Why me? Why don't we? Well, I don't know. I, I actually had in my head that my one of my friends that was going to be at the party, as soon as she walked in, I was going to say, make sure you take a lot of pictures. So, And then it was sort of I off forgot. my list, and I was concentrating I also, on but other I mean, things. I'm trying to take pictures also for social media and mm-hmm. for the business. And mm-hmm. even with that motivation, right. sometimes I just cannot get myself to take the one minute I know. Because sometimes it does take a minute, you know, if you or to get the right 30 seconds. <laughs> angle. And I just can't get myself to stop. Or, mm-hmm. and I wanted uh, the dinner party I catered last week, I wanted to talk more on this topic after your story. Uh-huh. But, um, or it might mean that I just don't think that it's photo worthy. No, that's, I totally disagree. I, it like, was I photo worthy. I just like, didn't. Wow, you know. It, and every, everything looked pretty well. I just yeah. didn't do it. Anyway, so we had, um, I had a request for chicken franchise. So I made a, you know, big giant batch of, and I always make too much food. So there's like, yeah, me too. You know, Abundanza, there's a ton of food. Like Dom um, DeLuise, right? Exactly. I hope it's exactly, enough. Exactly. <laughs> so chicken franchise and, um, with, I always sauce it on the platter, but then I had a little extra sauce extra on the sauce, side, yeah. um, which is basically a, a lemon beurre blanc. Mm-hmm. Um, grilled shrimp. 
I made the most delicious I, I think I've ever made in my life, scalloped potatoes. Really? Which were not like super, I mean, they were good and they were creamy, but it wasn't like tons of butter, tons of cheese. They were just really delici- delicious, soft potatoes. Scalloped potatoes. Scalloped, but I did it, I did it different than I usually do. I um I sliced the potatoes pretty thinly and I kind of boiled them in milk. Okay. And then drained them and now you've got a lot of the starch in the milk. And I just put them out in a pan with some sautéed onions in a casserole dish dish. Sautéed onions. I actually rubbed, I'm sorry, I rubbed the pan cuz you know I don't like a ton of garlic. I buttered the casserole and I but and I uh, rubbed it with garlic. Then layered the. Um, How do you rub a casserole with garlic? You just I mean, take a garlic clove and rub it. You rub and it. it, and it's like a glass you get the flavor dish. Yeah, and it's ceramic. It gets the flavor somehow. gets in there just a oh, little okay. bit. Yep. Um, you've never done that, really. I've done the rub. I rub the cloves of garlic on a, a piece of crostini, but at the bread, so, the, well, the abrasiveness yeah, the same of thing. the bread just, will. No, the oils come out of it, and it's okay. still you get a little bit of the flavor. So you layer the potatoes that have already been almost tender, uh, boiled in milk. Uh, You layer that with the sautéed onions. Then to the remaining milk that you've now boiled these potatoes in, you put a little bit of cream, uh, a little bit of Parmesan cheese, and then you just pour that over it, salt and pepper each layer, and that's it. And you just bake it. And it takes, literally, it was like in the oven for maybe a half an hour. So and almost, of course, not, you're taking like it gratiné, out. But it's not as it's heavy not, on the cheese. It's not heavy on the cheese. The cheese is just a yeah, mild, yeah. subtle it, flavor. It was, it was really good. Sounds good. So that, and also I did these rice cakes, which I make this dish all the time. I, I just make it for Mario and I. Whenever I make rice, I sort of make it like a pilaf. I always saute an onion and right. I use bouillon. Right. Or stock. Yeah. Um, this... I made it the way I usually do, but I added a handful of mushrooms, like almost equal parts rice and mushrooms. Yeah. And then if I'm making that just on, you know, for dinner one night or with a small group, I just serve it like that. I make, you know, I make the rice, I cover it, I cook it just like you would cook normal rice, bring it to a boil, cover it, simmer 20 minutes, done. And I would normally serve it like that with the mushrooms. Well, because I wanted to make that dish, but I wanted it to hold and I wanted it to be more presentable than just a, you know, a bowl of rice, um, I did what you normally would do with polenta. I poured it, I, when it was a little bit cooler, I folded in Parmesan cheese and a little mozzarella. And then I poured it out into a greased sheet pan and I formed it like you would a polenta that you're going to cut. Right. And then refrigerated that for, I think it was in the fridge for no mushrooms. Two days. There's mushrooms in it, but not the top part. Right. Yeah. So now I've got this solid, basically brick of mushrooms, rice, onions. Right. Uh, I flipped it out and then I just sauteed, basically made a mushroom duxelle. So sauteed onions. But couldn't you have, like, for, for let's say, a plated dinner party, couldn't mm-hmm. you have cut little shapes out of that? Like, of like course. diamonds or something, and then put the little, a little dollop of the duck cell on top? I could have, but I, like I was that. doing a, a really large quantity, and right. it's a you buffet. Doing, and right, I, right. I, no, uh, that's basically what I did. Right. I made the duck cell, I spread it over the whole thing, and then I cut. And then you cut. Shapes. 
I just did squares, but I was going to do, I was thinking about maybe doing rounds. You could do right. anything. It'd be fun to do for a yeah. plated. And yeah. then I just put it in a hotel pan, and because of just a little bit of, um, there was a bit of moisture from the onion and mushroom, there was a little bit of fat from the Parmesan and the mozzarella, mm-hmm. it, that's how it reheated. I mean, it's, it's still moist, yeah, so it's delicious. something you really could do ahead of time. So those were the two starches, the potatoes and that rice dish. Anything with the shrimp or did you use the French the sauce grill, for the shrimp? Um, I didn't. I just, um, normally I, when I do grilled shrimp, I do that marinade that I use all the time, the soy, garlic, lemon juice, but I didn't want to do that because I had some chimichurri sauce right. that I wanted to use on the side. Nice. So I just, just basically olive oil, garlic, salt and pepper is what I marinated in. Right. Um, and then I had, uh, my, my green bean bundles, green which bean was bundles. yeah, uh, Harry Covert that were roasted with uh, red onion. And hold on, hold on. So you roasted the Harry Covert with the red onion, yeah, mixed together. So what mix them like together? Little, little, tiny little slices, of slices red onion. of red onion. And what temperature was the oven? Three seventy-five, and it was probably nope. maybe fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah, and they got long. color. They get they get great. They don't get dark. They're okay. they're great. Okay. Um, so I did that first, and then I wrapped the bundles together. You know, now they're loose on a pan, and I gathered them together and I blanched some scallion of greens, and I made little beautiful bundles. That's why I'm bummed I didn't take any pictures. It looked adorable. That one, yeah, that's yeah, a bummer. No very pick on that very one. cute little bundles of green beans. Right. Then I made my my next favorite. Um, vegetable is braised fennel and i've been making it a lot and basically you just um you sear slice you slice the fennel and you make sure you keep the bottom of the bulb intact right so it's staying into nice clusters right how and, thick uh, probably a little bit more like a half an inch right. i mean pretty chunky. pretty chunky mm-hmm. from each bulb i probably only got four maybe five slices right um and I brown them real quickly with garlic in the. Sh- I don't peel the garlic. I keep it. I keep it wrapped, and throw it in there because you're getting the flavor of it, but it's not completely scorching. I. And you just brown it, color it, put it in a pan, put some stock in it. I used uh, vegetable broth, salt and pepper. That went in the oven for about you know. 20 minutes, 25 minutes to just cook the fennel a little through. So it's bra- delicious. Braised. Braised. Right. Basically braised. Nice. Yeah. yeah. A really delicious tomato salad. I got tomatoes at a really nice farmer's market. They were probably the best Jersey summer tomatoes I've ever had. Are they still out there? It's a, there's uh, some. September there's some, there's yeah. some around. This farmer's market had a ton of them. And then a big green salad with uh, blue cheese, almonds, cranberries, balsamic vinaigrette. Nothing wrong with that. And then, of course, I went totally overboard with the desserts. <laughs> I went course. to the orchard and bought peaches. So I made peach crumbers. I made blueberry crumbers, cappuccino brownies, and pecan diamonds. Wow. So anyway, it was really good. Sorry, I have no Very pictures. Nice. I have one picture Sounds of the, yummy. the rice. But again, it's Carolina rice. It's not... It tastes... Yeah, Risotto-like because it's creamy. Wild mushrooms, you know, you add the wild mushrooms to it, and that they're not even the wild mushrooms. They're just they're regular, regular mu- white button mushrooms. Really? Yeah. I thought I tasted like a. Um, I use porcini Be- mushroom 
that bullion was it. cubes. That was it because yeah. I definitely tasted an earthy. Every wild time mushroom-y. anybody in my family goes to what Italy, por- porcini bullion. Every time anybody in my family goes to Italy, <gasps> I make a giant request. Please bring me porcini well, mushroom they, bullion. Did sell that in the supermarket? Can soon? you in Italy? Yeah. Can you get well, anywhere, okay. anywhere in Italy? Can you get you might, me some for Christmas? I could actually. I nev- I've never really looked because it's more fun to get them straight from Italy. But yeah. um, it's it's made by Nor, but it's their no European. Shiitake. But it's their no shiitake porcini. <laughs> so you could probably order them online. <laughs> yeah, probably. I have to. I should look now. Let's talk about Nor for a second. Is that Swi- the way you pronounce it? It's yes, and it's a Swiss company. Okay, but is there MSG in there? I do not believe there is. I, think uh, I don't know. No, uh, during the break, we'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there is. I, somebody told me, and I, ever since that, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Because it's a pretty good... I, I like their yeah. product. They make, um, they make a shrimp bouillon, mm-hmm. which I think is excellent. They, I like all of them. I use quite a few of them. Um, a the guy that chicken, we went... To- I would rather get the... Uh, there's a product called... Better than bouillon. Mm-hmm. I know that jar. The I've jar. used that. I yep. think that's a better... The, the, the paste mm-hmm. than the nor mm-hmm. but as far as I can tell now who knows what's really available but the what I see on the shelf is they make a chicken and beef both regular make, and low salt and they, they make, make a vegetable, vegetable and I've they also used. make a lobster nice they make a lobster bouillon uh-huh. so nor to my knowledge is chicken and beef they don't offer low sodium vegetable, vegetable uh, and they have low I think they have low do sodium. they have low sodium I think they do and uh, shrimp that's all I've ever seen. I think there's a ham too. I don't really I buy them. I, the, this is the only bouillon cube I really use. <laughs> Your Italian porcini one? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. I mean, bit. we have some at work for in a pinch when we're low right. on stock I, I and you use, need something I usually quickly. Make a real stock, but yeah. sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you got to buy one. Yeah. It's just, it's the way it is. Exactly. I made a nice um, onion soup. The other day, I just mm-hmm. like to do, um, I like to make my onion soup with chicken stock. Yeah. Not not beef. Beef or not yeah. half and half. I like all chick- chicken stock and I caramelize the onions, mm-hmm. um, garlic, and the, the onions definitely caramelized in olive oil, mm-hmm. garlic, and then I added um, brandy. Nice. And I cooked down the brandy and then just... Not cherry? Usually, I have done it with sherry in the past. I didn't have any, so I tried the brandy, and I just cooked it down, you know, and a little chicken stock, and nice, really delicious. My aunt Um, used to make a onion soup that was delicious, and it was like a four day process because she would roast her bones and then and then let them sit, and then roast them again the next day with the tomato products, and then right. She in her little apartment in Greenwich Village, she would like (laughs) make this. Yeah, people have no idea. Like sometimes with the the ordeal um, that's involved. Yeah, so I have like so many dinner stuff to talk. You know, because I've been catering. We Mm -hmm. also had Rob and Laura and I. We did had our own little. Dinner we did party have our own little night. dinner party, and we, which is each, a blur at this point. It's it was, what did we like eat? So long what did ago. I? Oh, I made the wings. All right, Laura. So your dishes first. You made the Asian wings, like teriyaki style. Yeah, basically, wings. they were and delicious. Chili, Absolutely. chili garlic sauce, teriyaki sauce, uh, rice wine vinegar, s- smoked sesame oil. 
smoked and that, sesame oil. And, that, and garlic and ginger. And basically, you just mix it all up. You throw it in the oven. Yeah. You let it go for 20 minutes, flip them around. And then literally before I was, because I was transporting them, before I walked out the door, I put them under the broiler right. for, for a couple of minutes just to char, little, like yeah. really char them. What else did I make? I you don't even remember. What, what, um, there was oh, I made had... the zucchini tart. Yes, yes. That was pretty good with the puff pastry and the ricotta Regot. filling yes. and the uh, zucchini. Yes, and, that was, was, and we made another thing. What was it? We'll think. We got to go to break. This is pitiful that I can't I know. remember. It was, it was like, like four days four, ago. Five days ago, yeah. We'll think. We'll think over the break. We Rob, more. don't you remember? We have lots of dinner. I remember that there was lamb. That was I made Deirdre. Yeah. We have lots of dinner conversation and uh, recipes and <laughs> fundraisers for Puerto Rico that I would like to talk about okay. when we come back on Food for Thought. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add five more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-297-5314 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-297-5314 That's 800-297-5314 800-297-5314 Survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early, and it saved her life. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction, plus the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call 800-750-7220 to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, running or not. Call 800-750-7220. The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early like they did with my mom. Donate today. 800-750-7220. Welcome back to Food for Thought. We're back. So back to uh, yeah. Our so it, party. it was so the just... wings, the zucchini tart, and then I made a com- combination because it was basically quote unquote a tapas party, right? And I don't think you can have tapas without chorizo. chorizo. So chorizo and mushroom dish, delish. Which you know, I I was supposed to bring like flatbread and crostini to put it on, but I forgot. <laughs> so we basically I had thought. it as a side dish. Yeah, and there are two kinds of fish, and there was uh, lamb. Yeah. There was we had mice. Uh, your salmon. salmon with the was topped with a, a sl- tomato slices, and in this case, a sautéed scallion and endive with capers. 
It was good. Which um, was I? I thought it was good. I, th- I thought the one. I thought Mia's made... sea bass was really good. Was good. She and, breaded and, and her it. Her salad was be- was more. Everybody liked her salad better than mine because we, we had two salads. No, I did the yeah. I did the marinated and grilled I lamb. Liked your, I liked yours. Mine was simple. Mine was just tomatoes, basil, and a little bit of garlic, some olive oil. Yeah. Okay, so and the lamb was to die. The lamb was amazing. Well, the lamb was, was amazing, really and that's my my segue into the I'm gonna I'll, the two di- the couple of dishes that I made. I can't remember. I did the the fried artichokes and lemon slices. Yes, that was really and good. The Grilled leg of lamb, and didn't I do one other? Oh, and the salmon, the yeah. salmon with yeah. the tomato. Yeah, salmon. So the dinner party I catered the night before. This mm-hmm. is the, the, that that beautiful lamb at our dinner party made me really sad in a way oh, because a little the dinner the, the night before I was working for a, a former chef and her family, just an intimate party of six, mm-hmm. and everything was going really well. There were a couple things that I'll talk about that. I thought were less than perfect, but mm-hmm. you know, I still was basically really pleased with the entire evening, except mm-hmm. for one or two things, mm-hmm. and that was overcooking the lamb. And I can't believe I let it happen. Um, I pulled it out, and it was perfect. And I put it on a burner that was still on. Oh, and it was on the wah, lowest wah. possible heat. Bom, 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 bom. And Leon, what what <gasps> I realized is, I mean, I don't really use thermometers on site anymore and i really need to right you know like you're working uh, for a former chef like why would you take that chance so i didn't realize that the lamb continued to cook and you can imagine how horrified i went to go pick up the pan Uh and i burnt my hand Uh and i thought wait a minute that's been out for half an hour and i looked under and i was like holy shiitake oh my goodness and it was at the best, the best slices were medium, the best. Mm-hmm. And the rest was like medium well. And it was really hard. Because Mia prefers it that way. Some people Mia prefer prefers medium that way. well. Most people do not. Laura's raising her hand. Laura she prefers it that well. way. Most people do not. Yeah. So this, the, this the, the, the former chef, the client, she actually called me over. Could I have a more rare slice of lamb? And there's no, like, that's like someone it's taking dagger. a dagger exactly. and stabbing you in the stomach. It's like. I can't really do that. Sorry, it's so it was horrifying, but it was a big, yeah. it was a huge lesson to me that, and even the halibut, which my client said, oh by the ha- by the way, the halibut, which I did the night the previous night mm-hmm. with sautéed leeks, which mm-hmm. I actually preferred. I decided mm-hmm. with the with the capers and a little bit of butter over right. the tomato slice on mm-hmm. top of the the halibut. You got you got to use like the plum tomatoes so you can right. still see the the white tomato. Of the fish. Yeah. And she said it was about a minute overcooked, which I thought, okay, really? You know what? A minute? A minute? Please. Are you sure it wasn't 30 seconds? I don't know. But anyway, so, but she was right. She was right. And I had to, I had to go home and I had to, one oh, thing I, knew, I know how to do is admit when I'm wrong, and I was wrong. Somebody said to me, I told the story, and she said, oh, but you know, your helper could have been the one who left that burner on. I said, I don't care. Right. I don't care who, it could have been me, Doesn't could matter. have been my helper. I'm in charge. Right. All right. I'm over it. You believe it or not. It took a week, but okay. Now on the on the octopus. Well, your help is your help is my wife, and she's help, horrified. My help was your wife. <laughs> she's horrified when I I bring the meats out and they're anywhere anything pink on it. She will. She's I know, disgusted well, by this. And that's where food is subjective. You're allowed yeah. to believe that. It's an I opinion. mean, I think you're wrong, but <laughs> in that case, I, I just yeah. think it has a lot more flavor when it's uh, you know medium rare. 
Not true. I. It has. It's just as flavorful <laughs> when me, it's a little bit more cooked. It's just the texture that's different. Yeah. No, it's a different flavor, Laura. It's a different flavor. Me and I. I will like medium's okay for me, but I've got to have a little bit of the pink, and it's moisture right, on the pink side of medium. Now, is okay depending for me. on the cut of beef. Now, if you've got some beef that's you know nicely marbled and stuff, I take it back. You're eating something that's really lean. I I really don't want anything more than medium. I think lean's boring. But don't you think it gets dried out when it yeah. gets past medium a little bit? And the wor- you know the more well cooked, the more dried. Well, out? I mean, certainly people can totally overcook something, but you can have it more cooked. All right, juicy, still have it juicy and well done. Juicy, at the same time. juicy and not well done. Medium well. All right, we could medium argue well. this. Okay. We could argue this all night. But this, I'm sorry, but you have this in common with Trump. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> no, but she doesn't put ketchup on it. All right, we won't go that far. Um, Unless it's so I owned it. I was wrong. She I don't was actually right. mind ketchup on beef. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's segue because the, these little dinners, the mm-hmm. one that we had, yeah. and I took a picture. It came out kind of blurry, but it was still beautiful with, uh-huh. the, with the candles or whatever, the little torches that we had. Yeah. That to me, sitting around a table with tapas or dinner plated fancy whatever it is uh-huh. with a small intimate group meaning like 10 or less or 12 or less is my most favorite thing in the world yeah one of them i mean yeah. as opposed to going to like a big cocktail party oh, it's fancy yeah, where there's a lot of people obviously. it's it's just more intimate yeah. and it's just something so special about it so mm-hmm. i started to think about these dinners that i used to donate once a year to some cause right and I haven't done it in a while because they cost me a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. plus a lot of time, you know, probably time, like an, an entire evening, yep. probably the day before, a good number of hours, and I just haven't had it in me. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been the past few weeks I've been working and I actually have like enough money to pay my bills this month. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe is this a time where I should it, it's not going to be easy for me to just grab $200 in 20 right. hours out of my schedule, mm-hmm. but I could do it. Right. So I'm going to do it, and I'm going to donate the money to Puerto Rico. So your guests are going to be donating money, you mean? No. Oh, you're just taking the $200 and not having a dinner party? I'm Okay, what am I going to do? What money are you donating? Um, I guess I would have to have, I would have to auction the dinner. Oh, okay. I would auction the dinner. Okay. So let's say the value of the dinner, including my service time. Okay, so let's say it's six people, mm-hmm. 100 bucks a head, mm-hmm. plus my service. Mm-hmm. That's worth about... You're like 900, basically. 900. Right. So we auction it off. Maybe it goes for four. Whatever it is, right. I donate the money to... And I would... I, in this particular case, I have a, a, a family in mind because mm-hmm. my friend... Her family, they lost everything. Right. Like four different family members, extended family, every, everything. Mm-hmm. They lost everything. So, mm-hmm. and it's just, it sickens me what's going to, gone on down there. That yeah. they're, this is like, it's, these are our, this is our, these are our people. Yeah. And Trump, to criticize them for being in debt and not having the infrastructure, don't even get me started. Mm-hmm. Like, no you, and and <laughs> a p- bunch of comedians have picked up on this. Like, really, at their that at their time of need, 
you're going to criticize them for stuff that like in the past, like it's just, it blows my mind. Yes. Anyway, rant over. Okay. Actually, I had somebody say something to me that was very interesting the other day. Um, They asked me if I was going to go to Guatemala again on the mission trip. And in talking with the people um, at our dinner party, I don't know that it's happening in July. It might be happening. I mean, there's a number of groups that go. There's a group from Capital Health because that's where all the doctors and the medicine usually comes from. There's another group. You know, they go at different times of the year. So I usually, the past six years, I've been going in July, but I think this coming year I might be going in March. And um, somebody at work overheard me talking about the mission trip and going. And they said, you know, don't you feel bad that you're going to another country to help support them? When there's, you know, all the people in Houston and all the people in what? San Juan and all these other areas of the country have Americans. just lost everything. Americans. And I said, well, but you know what? These people, yes, everyone in San Juan, everyone, all these areas have just lost everything and they have nothing. The people in Guatemala have always had nothing. Right. They live on dirt floors. And I think they have nothing. You, They're whenever, like family of seven people in one bed, like taking shifts to sleep. Yeah, no, I know. So it's, I felt you know, really, I didn't, I got so... I'd be offended. I got well, so tongue-tied. I really, you know, it's, you know me. I can, I, I'm pretty full of words and opinions, but I was sort of speechless. But you should have said something because <clears throat> well, I, people don't I did, understand. But people I, then don't I was, get it. I and was that's feeling like, like that. I wonder if that's how it's viewed. I mean, you know, these people, yes, the hurricanes have wreaked havoc. Still haven't spoken to my friend in Virgin Gorda whose house was, you know, her whole community is trashed. There's one satellite phone for the entire island. And, I and, have... yeah, all these Listen people in these areas are devastated. But in the, where I'm doing work for are people that have z- zero. Here's, here's, at least here's these people important. have FEMA. They have some resources that will be, they have support systems. To here's, help them get he, back on their feet. Here's what's most important to me and, and about these causes and these things and people who have lost everything. Mm-hmm. You know what makes what you do more valuable, mm-hmm. more valuable than what you do in Guatemala based on what some people will do in, for Puerto Rico? Because you don't have a personal... You know how people get so hyped up on causes usually it's because they've been struggling they've with a been personal battle yeah. that directly affects them and god bless them i mean not everybody can do it and if you decide to get like you know intense about something because it's affected you whether it be mental illness or breast cancer or whatever, whatever right. do it but sometimes i look at those people and, and say okay but just remove yourself from the cause right. a little bit. You have you had no personal reason. No, just a need it's that just needed to be filled. That it needed to be done. Right. And it just sort of worked for you. And then you go on one trip and you're and you're hooked. And you're, you're like, hooked. I'm doing exactly. this. This is going to be part of my life. Exactly. I think that there's more integrity in that than Well, thank you. But I didn't I, I kind of was flabbergasted and I I well, sort would, of did was a little tongue tied and didn't really know how to respond to that. But Aside to said, say, these people have nothing. They will never have anything. They will, you know, yes, they try to, we're trying to better their lives and teaching them, you know, um, 
teaching them how to sew, teaching them how to, you know, providing medicine, providing right, they've never a, had a, a little teeny weeny little bit of, of a lifeline to better their lives. But that person's comment sort of epitomizes what I'm talking about because right. people and their causes, it's really about them. Well, they have to be attached to it. They're like, well, you know, there's a word, you for know, this. there's enough people in America that we need. People even say this when I'm soliciting because we bring a ton of clothes, children's clothes down there. And, you know, I post all over Facebook. I go on mother's groups, like, you know, children's clothing donations. You wouldn't believe some of the comments I get. You know, well, there's kids here that don't have, oh, there's kids here up. that don't have, you know, why are you going uh, to another country to help? Yeah, we are going to talk about food some more, but here's yeah, yeah, one yeah. more thing. Sorry. Here's the worst. Got on a little tangent. Here's the worst. And this is, I remember you had a client who did this. The people who do something as a cause, you know, for the betterment of the world and you and I, and it's actually for them so they can travel the world and make artwork. Do you ever see, you ever oh, see yeah. those people? Yeah. Yeah. I like, know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, me and my daughter, we go to countries all over the world and we have everyone contribute to this big, massive painting. And it's this tremendous sense of community and love. And it's like, no, it's not. You just want to travel the world for free, you bitch. Well, no, it probably and is. And write the whole thing off. It, and no, write it off. It probably is. No, though. Laura. I know this woman. Well, she has right. to, oh, she has to right. take her daughter, if it's a specific, her young daughter. I know this specific, woman. Okay. This is what she's doing. Anyway, back to food. Well, it well, does sound like she's spreading joy, so there's nothing wrong or with what that. Do you, what do you think of uh, when restaurants say, hey, you know what, non, you know, to help the Puerto Ricans, um, we're going to donate 15% of your meal if you come down this weekend? Yeah. Sure. We do you know, it all the that time. Trump, that also drums up a lot of business for a restaurant. That's different. No, that's different because my promote uh, my idea. Couldn't you be cynical about that? Listen. No, my, we do it all the time. Here's the thing. This is a specific day dedicated to the proceeds will be going to this cause, just like Deidre is taking this is, this a fundraising think, for... This is where I think it depends on where your motivation is coming from. My motivation for this Puerto Rico dinner is to help this family, maybe give them 500 bucks. Right. And in that case, I, I think you should that. name the family. But of listen, course, listen, she will. Let me finish. Yeah, make let a me memorial finish. to them. But after I went through that thought process, I thought... It's good for business, too. Yeah. So as long as if your motivation comes from your heart and then you right. realize, oh, it, what is it called? Um, uh, something marketing. It's called... Uh, uh, selfish marketing? No, no. It's, a, <laughs> it's like a nonprofit. It's, it's something marketing. It's, um, well, what if you make more money doing it? I'm not you, but I'm saying like the... Re- I'm, I'm using this hypothetical restaurant example. Right. And, you know, normally their Wednesdays, they only, they only clear, you know, 150 bucks, but... They have a, a fundraiser with fifteen percent, and they make a thousand bucks. So what? So, so what? they actually make a profit on. on so the whole what? Process. Restaurants suck, okay? And it's really hard to stay alive. And you make money one week and not the next. They make a little more that Wednesday, and they give some and away. And then we give some of it. That's good. It's a win-win. It's a yeah. win-win. Why is that a bad thing? I'm not. I gotta I'm think just, of the, oh, you're I'm making just, it sound like it is a bad thing. I'm postulating right, that uh, it could to, be taken advantage of. I guess. Back to food. How much time do we have? Uh, actually, we have 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I, okay. I wanted to talk about this one dish that I when made at back. the dinner party. When we come back, the uh, fried artichokes and lemons. And I think I Which have perfected really the good. technique. What I wanted to talk about technique, and I w- want to talk to you about it. So when we come back on Food for Thought, wonderful fried artichokes with fried lemons and a loose aioli. The Italian name will be mm-hmm. revealed next segment. <laughs> 
If you've got joint pain, let me ask you a question. Would you like a high-quality knee, back, shoulder, or ankle brace at little or no cost? Now, just in case your reception isn't great, let me ask you again. Would you like a pain-relieving knee, back, shoulder, or ankle brace at little or no cost? Well, if you have Medicare insurance, you could qualify for these pain-relieving braces at little or no cost. And these are high-quality braces. They are very comfortable, and they've helped thousands relieve their pain. Now, I'd like you to imagine going on vacation, playing with your grandkids, just living your life again without pain. The Mobility Hotline is a referral service that connects folks with Medicare coverage and other insurance to accredited companies offering pain-relieving braces at little or no cost. And don't you worry about the Medicare paperwork. They'll handle it all for you. And they'll deliver your braces for free. Call the Mobility Hotline now. The call's free. 1-800-551-9839. You only get one chance to make a big first impression. That's why Green Birdie Productions offers a free edit after client review on every high-definition video we create. We have a spacious green screen special effects studio and an Emmy award-winning staff. Our standards are high. Maybe that's why our customers keep coming back. Green Birdie Productions. Compelling video. Competitive price. Welcome back to Food for Thought. We're here. All right, we're talking uh, fried artichokes and lemons and... Rather than, mm-hmm. I've seen this before, I first had it at um, Murray's Cheese in, in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, by the way, people nationwide, you can, if you order $150 worth of cheese. It's up to $150 now? No. I thought it was 100 $150 worth of cheese oh, from Murray's. Okay. You can have it shipped anywhere they overnight. They should be a sponsor of the free, show. For free. Right. I'm calling them to be a sponsor of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we start selling our advertising with the 800 numbers, they're number one on my list. All right? Yes, we should do that. Yes, because they sell nationwide. So no shipping if you pay a buck fifty, And it's the best selection and the freshest cheeses around, Murray, I think. It's Murray'sCheese.com. Murray'sCheese.com. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, the fr- so that's when I first had it there. But Plus you get 10% off if you give them your email address. There you go. So I had it there. You, if you're in line, there's just like a big vat of them and you, on, the, on the top of the case. Right. And they were kind of fried artichokes. And I say the good artichokes. I don't even... The, the canned artichokes are the ones in the jar with the oil. Don't like them. They just don't do it for me. I like them in hot dips. Right. I like them in that pesto that you make. Yeah. But that's it. Right. Real, the good artichokes are the ones with the long stem. Yeah, they're right, really right, good. Right, right, right. They're, to me, they're a whole different ball game. Yep. And I would never put we hit, them in a Didn't we eat dip. those last week? Yeah, we that's just, what we're, we're talking, talking about. <laughs> Friday, so. That's what we're talking about. Are yeah. you paying attention? Do you okay. listen every to word. the show? I'm taking notes on every word here. So the ones that... What that, are you doing over there? <laughs> the ones at Murray's were kind of like a little hard. I mean, they were delicious, but uh-huh. they were firmer than mine. Right. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to try to do the technique that I think would work and see how it worked out. Mm-hmm. So the first time I did it was a tester at my house. Mm-hmm. Fit very thinly sliced lemons. I took paper towels and I pressed them to get as much of the moisture out with still leaving some of the pulp intact right. so I could see it. But, yep. um, and then I, the artichokes, I have not been able to find them not packed in oil 
ideally you get them not packed in oil because right. you don't, you're going to be frying them. You don't want to introduce right. more oil. So what I did was I cut them in half lengthwise. Mm-hmm. So you got that whole stem cut in half. And then I just used paper towels to press out as much of the oil as I could. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love to find, I'm sure there's a way to get them right. without the oil, but I'm right. going to look on Amazon today. But yep. um, then you just flour them. The, the flour is just seasoned with salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Do the same thing with the lemons, mm-hmm. and you fry them in olive oil until you get a nice golden brown. Put them on paper towels. Mm-hmm. Now, the first time I had them, you can bite into the lemon slices, and they were delicious. Do it for our dinner party, and they were bitter. Slightly bitter, and I just think it's the, the thickness the, of the skin. The thickness of the, of the pith. Pith. Right? Correct. So if you've got a thick pith, <laughs> try saying that. Thick pith. Thick pith. You know, you, I think you have to blanch them. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, blanching, introducing more liquid, not going to work. Okay, blanch them for maybe five minutes. Right. So a long blanch. Right. Um, and then drain them on paper towels and let them dry out for a couple of days. Right. Do you think that would work? Mm, maybe. Get them so they're like a little, they still have, they have a little, a little bit of moisture in them, yeah. but they're bendy and they've, they've kind of yeah. just dried a little bit. I think that's what Murray's might do. Maybe. I don't know. I've always done it with thin skinned lemons and it's, I've never, well, how do you know you're whenever, whenever I make a whole roasted chicken, I put whole lemons on it. Right. So and we I. eat the whole lemons because they're, they're caramelized and beautiful. But how do you and know the, when you've got a, a you big feel pith. it. You can feel it. Oh, uh, yeah, you can. You, you can. roll it in your hand. You can uh, feel thin. You, you can the, feel, that. you know, you can feel well, how you go close for the, the juice is. I always making. go for the soft ones. All right, enough with yeah. the hand yeah. gestures. <laughs> you guys, you know, it looks very, looks like very we're doing the man What are you doing with your hands <laughs> right now? <laughs> it's a good thing we're not on camera. Uh, so, anyway, so the dipping sauce, mm-hmm. I finally learned. Okay, if you say loose aioli, it sounds. Disgusting. It's, to be so, honest it's with like you. loose. It's like a bowel movement. It's yeah, not good. Exactly. That's exactly what it's I was not thinking. Good. I didn't not want to quite say the comparison I show. would make. Okay, but, but if okay. you say aioli schiata, yeah, yeah, that sounds suddenly good. it's sexy, right? Yes, that sounds okay. delicious. Now, so I'm She's putting it on my menu, and I'm going to say aioli schiata. And guess what? Everybody's going to be like, "What's aioli schiata?" Well, it's just a loose aioli, <laughs> is what you're going to say, <laughs> and you're back to the looseness. <laughs> but. I, I'm, I'm uh, right, though, right? And it was, and it was. The word loose doesn't bother can't me. Can't you say liquidy instead of loose? No, no, it's kind of okay. Kind of once I was in a meeting, less viscosity. <laughs> once I was in a meeting with the freaking Mendham Golf and Tennis Club people, yes. like ten years ago. Okay, I learned. Okay, do not ever work at a country club again because it's so not you. Okay, so I'm in the meeting with the. Some of the board members and mm-hmm. some of the committee members, and there's millions of them, and they're all got too much time on their hands, mm-hmm. play too much golf. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about the the menu, and I said something about I had I said, how about we do um, vegetable napoleons on a puddle of marinara? Mm-hmm. And this one woman started laughing like nonstop. She couldn't. She thought that I would call something a puddle as like so messed up. Really. Really? Okay, there's something messed up about her. There's nothing she, weird about that. Totes, right? Totes. <laughs> totally. God. Anyway, more... Um, Anyhow. <laughs> it's better than a poodle. Poo- what? Oh, gosh. Poodle? Rob, you no. come out with the oddest. He's very strange. We need to have a little paddle for you He's that you can strange. hold up and say, random thought for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> <I know>. Non-sequitur <laughs> to the max. 
Okay, so I had a I did a catering job last night. Uh-huh. No. Last night. No. Night before last. Night before last. Last night I worked the uh, God, I got up at like four forty five in the morning, taught a Zumba class. Mm. Went went shopping, went home, cook, 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 cook for the client in Princeton. Mm-hmm. Uh planted Mums for my landlord because I, that's part of my job too. I do. Mm-hmm. I have a reduced rent situation. <laughs> then I take all my stuff and I go drive to Princeton and I frantically like finish stuff up at the house. Then I hop in the car and I go to freaking White House and I'm working the line, working, making French fries. And I actually got to make linguine with clam sauce last night. Woohoo! It's a big day. More than th- French fries last night. Good. Of course, it's kind of sacrilegious to me. There's not a drop of oil, olive oil in the house. Really? What yeah, they using? Will they use vegetable vegetable oil? Oil? some kind of freaking blend. It's a, it's, pro, it's a, a canola blend. blend? It's no, a, it's vegetable oil, olive oil blend. Just a cheap ass, whatever cup, it is. I, and I, so, I read somewhere like, that you're not supposed to eat canola oil. It's like a we mo- had motor this oil. conversation. We already. have had this conversation. Yes, it's, they're all bad. You have to have safflower or peanut. It's named for Canadian oil because it was used to oil machinery, lubricate machinery. It's it's rapeseed oil. Why can you eat this? Because people realize that rapeseed is a huge crop and it's cheap to make. It's all about money. Yeah. Yikes. Unfortunately. It's all about money. So if the better oils, if you need a, a high burning temperature oil, for me, I use safflower. What do you use, I don't Laura? mind vegetable, uh, vegetable it's oil. It's also bad for you. All right. No, I forgot not. to look up the... I, I forgot did. To look I up. did look it up and oh. there's no issue. No issue. I don't know about that. What do they put in the fake olive oil? It's not, Which is so rampant. Oh, prom, it's pumice oil. It's not fake olive oil. Olive oil, they do a first pressing, first cold press. Best olive oil, totally green. That's the virgin? Virgin. Yeah. Ex, no, it's extra, extra virgin. EV. Extra, E-E? extra is the first press. Then oh. they do another press, cold press. That's, that's e- extra e- virgin. Extra? Okay. Then they do another press. That's, that's virgin. Ol- that's olive not, oil. That's still n- virgin? Not virgin. Not extra. That's some version. She's been <laughs> around now. And they do. The third there's time. like six presses that they do. The last thing they do, they do when they can't get anything else out of these poor little grapes, <laughs> is they put a chemical on it. Ew. To extrude from to make them spit out their guts, basically. Ew. And oh. then they press it again, and that is called pumice olive oil. Ew. P o m a c e. If you ever see it, never buy it. Oh, the worst. So that's I feel what the so bad bottom of the. I thought it was actually fake. These olive oils were actually not olive oil. What at is all. the test? If you put it in the refrigerator and it gets solid, it's, it is olive oil. Correct. Right. So if you put it in the refrigerator, oh, this is good. And good it gets tip. solid. That means it's real. If it doesn't, there's probably a blend it's got or other crap it's got other it. stuff in it. Yeah. So anyway, so my. Party last night. These mm-hmm. are the jobs, the jobs from heaven, mm-hmm. where it's like five past hors d'oeuvres. I could do, I actually forgot to do the prep on Monday. I wound up really screwed. So I had to get up super early on Wednesday morning to get this mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. But I did gougere. Uh-huh. I did uh, spinach phyllo triangles. Nice. And um, Tenderloin canapes on crostini with wasabi cream. Nice. Panko 
sesame crusted chicken with Thai chili relish. I mean, I'm so sick of these. These are the right, things I do all things, the time, yep, you know. Yep. But this is what people pick, and exactly. so I've got to do it. Yep. And there was one other one. Oh, and the smoked salmon canapes on black mm-hmm. bread with cream nice. cheese, and I a little dollop of sour cream, a little bit of tobiko, and this time I did a couple of capers. Mm-hmm. So you know, not that hard. Uh, get there. I had to set up a, we got, had a table there already, mm-hmm. a, an extension cord and a couple of little portable ovens, but they're light. They're not that heavy. Right. Um, guests arrive at four. It's a, a company thing. So they're going to do a little chat. And then, so we pass the hors d'oeuvres twice. I was out of there at six thirty. So the guy, Beautiful. so I had to, he, he, and an hour of it, we actually just stood there looking at this guy because the guy talked too long and right. there was nothing we could do. Right. So it was easy. The people were delightful. Lovely. And he, he wasn't going to be able to give us a check that night. Which I was kind of bummed about, you know, because I wanted to pay me, but I'm not going to let him know right. that. So I was right. like, yeah, whatever, you know, do PayPal, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. So he comes up to me and I can see he's holding a $100 bill. And I'm like... I, I look at it, I look at that, and I just decided to just, I'm just going to be myself and be childlike. And I go, what's that? <laughs> and he goes, he looked, he just gave me this look, like with big eyes. I go, is that a tip? <laughs> and he goes, and he nods his head, smiling. And I go, and I looked at it and I go, awesome. <laughs> That's what I was feeling in the moment. I just right. felt like being myself. And Good. I don't care if I seem childish. Good. Awesome. Good. So... I, I take it. I said, thank you so much. You know, how nice it is to work for people who are pleasant to you. It's an easy job. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm, I'm walking out and I sh- kind of shift my fingers over a little. It's 200. Awesome. So we each got the 100. Beautiful. And I was just like, I was so happy. I know this is Mia's first real job with you. So Well, so nice. Mia, so his now wife she gets thinks in the that car. you make a fortune. <laughs> She's like, Didra. She's from Argentina. Didra, we have to do this. All the time. <laughs> I'm like, Mia, listen. I've been trying always, to do this all the time. Not, if I could do this all, all the time, time, I'd be in good shape. Two right. of these a week. Exactly. I'd be taking vacations, you know, a couple times a year. But no, it's like these, these nice little easy breezy ones where you get That's to great. taste the food and the client is delightful yeah. and it doesn't kick your ass and you're home by seven o'clock and you make a hundred dollar tip. It's beautiful. It's That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. Oh my god! Yeah. So I got somehow. So you know, I have enough money to pay my bills, but like, I only have one job next week. I have mm-hmm. a little, t- one little tiny job, and then who knows? Perfect. I could like fall off again. <laughs> so, isn't this, life thrilling? That's just I can't. I think so that's I said, the economy today. It's no, just, it's, it's just it's being self-employed, being, Rob. Okay, well, that's yeah. being self-employed. self-employed. Everything is so boat. great. Yeah, and it's not so great. It's great. It's great like, when there's a lot of work. When you had a, like it's a couple weeks like a lot I had, of work. yeah. But mm-hmm. then it's like like the guys over at Lamberville Station. For people who don't know the area, it's just a beautiful venue that's right on the river. They have uh, ballrooms and they have this and that. And I met with one of the owners about mm-hmm. something a couple of years ago, and he says, "You know, Deirdre, people think we're rich, yeah. right? Me people and the other, everybody- my partner. Yeah, everybody thinks we're so rich. We're so." He said, "Every season we go into spring." We br- we rake it in. Mm-hmm. We bring in so much money. By September. January, we give it all back. He yeah. said, "Cause we go cause January basically through April." Yeah, you know March. you know how it goes. March. It's exactly the same way. Exactly. And so yeah, they, at the end of the day, they make money. But you you don't think it's a struggle over the course of the year to actually 
come out ahead? I mean, my God. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, and your restaurant, I think, I don't care what your numbers say. Mm-hmm. How many years have you been in business? 32. <laughs> That's a successful restaurant. Yeah. To stay, to keep well, your doors open. Well, I think the fact that we have both, we're ca- we have the cafe and the catering company, it, it's a real benefit because, you know, when the summer gets quiet in when you're in an affluent area like Princeton, Lawrenceville, and the summer, you know, cafe business slows down a little bit. People have summer, ha- you know, beach houses and lake houses. Right, and, but then you and town gets slow. The catering up. picks up from weddings and, and that's graduations that's, you, and that you, stuff. Don't make it sound and, like it's And then easy. vice versa. Oh, I'm not making don't it sound, make it sound no, like No, 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 no. Easy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. You know what? I'm very, I, don't, I think having just one... Or the other is, is much more challenging. When you have both, at least you have a little bit of... That know, was my plan when I opened pe- my your, restaurant. Too. Your peaks and valleys get a little bit smoothed out. A little bit. That I was mean, my plan. Cash or... flow is always, you know, it's like looking at an EKG of somebody having a heart attack. You know, it's like things are good, things are bad. Things are good, things are bad. You know, I, I get very, when I think about your restaurant and your mm-hmm. husband, and I, th- I get very Babette's feast about it, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, because I know you're getting ready to sell and... Well, um, thinking about it. Thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, as I think most restaurants are... I shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Every rest- Everybody I, thinks about their end plan, their game plan. Right. About, so, I mean, every restaurant is for sale, basically. Yeah, pretty right? much. I mean, haven't you, over the years, couldn't, wouldn't you consider yourself for sale at any given moment? Yeah, if somebody came in and gave us the right price and we had had a bad day and we were, like, fed up, of right. course. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's a hypothetical. Of yep. But, um, yeah. so... The, and I yeah, being in it for 30 years... I've been you know, in, it's um, well. Let's let's take the numbers out of it. I have reached the point where I'm tired. Let's my take husband the, let's is take the almost to the point where he's tired. The Babette's feast mm-hmm. analogy analogy means mm-hmm. that I don't care what your numbers are. Right. I don't care what your numbers are mm-hmm. because when Mario goes to heaven, mm-hmm. the angels will be singing. Or when you right, and Mario right, go right, to heaven, right. the angels will be singing because it's your life's work <laughs> that's the real thing. And in that regard, you've made a huge mark. Yeah, I guess. Don't mm-hmm. say, yeah, I guess. Yes, I guess. You have. It's amazing. Well, that's nice to hear, Deidre. I appreciate that. Sentiment. And Mario, I mean, you know, it's called your heart and soul. That's, I appreciate that. That's the part that goes to heaven, not your checkbook. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And with that... Were the I'm angels the- singing for Hugh Hefner? <laughs> I uh, I don't don't know if they're singing for half. Yeah, he enjoyed life to its fullest. Why not? He actually gave a lot of chances to a lot of uh, great writers over the years. He did? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. a huge legacy of uh, helping good writers to get paid. I did not know that. I want to know good things about him. Oh, some of the writer. He had incredible writers. All right, we're out of time. Are we going to have, well, I don't want to say it. Don't say it. Don't jinx it. Are we going to have a location Taping <laughs> you jinxed it. and without asking them to pay us. <laughs> Just saying. The barbecue place downstairs is ready, willing, and able. Free food, Just fun give, times. Yeah, Come on, Robbie. Give, me the, give me the word. I'm hungry. I'll stop there right now. We're, we're out of time, ladies. All right. Oh. Join All right. us next week on Food for Thought. See you then. I'll be a day older. Oh. My birthday. When? Thursday. We're going to have a lure. Lo- for Laura's birthday, can we do location <laughs> <laughs>